This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hello and welcome to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host in studio, back with Alex Klingensmith. Uh, welcome back, bud. Thanks. I, I missed, missed last, you. I two weeks? To, I listened, no, Did just, I miss you two? No, just the one. It felt like two, bud. Well, because the week before it was a weird one. You, we recorded really early right. in the week because you were traveling yes. and stuff. Yes. And then last week I was gone. I listened to the show last week with Esty. Esty was cool, man. Yeah. She rocked it. I wanted to listen to it because I know what she does. And I'm like, I really want inspiration to travel, which is, you know, I need more of that. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah you do. Let's not go there. Alex and I have this funny thing because Alex loves to travel and he does travel well. And that means he's not here. And then I'm like, where are you, dude? I need help. You know, we, have, just we, are there. we went to Yosemite last week. That's fine. You ever been there before? I'm embarrassed to say. No. Okay. It, was my, it was my first time, to, well, my second time, but our first time as a family, and it's it's remarkable. It's stunning, beautiful. right? Yeah. It's really, it's definitely worth going. And you said it wasn't crowded and it was a great time to be there. We we didn't know any different because mm-hmm. it was our only time ever going, but uh, because of COVID and because yes. of the weather starting to turn right yeah. now, there's no one there. Late season. It was amazing. Did you stay in a hotel or did you stay in an RV? Or? We stayed in the lodge in the valley. Oh, I hear so, the lodge is awesome. Eh, no, it's not awesome. Well, the location's awesome okay. because you're in the valley. It's very old and oh. it's, you know, you wouldn't, if you don't go there for like the amenities of that yeah. place, you go there because it's like right there in the valley, like the next to Half Dome and El Capitan. Okay. It's really, you know, really isn't great. there a place there that's supposedly awesome and five starish and probably really nice? it's okay. pricey though. I mean, like yeah. we stayed in like an, I would call it a three star situation, and it was like three hundred bucks a night. Yeah, you know, but it's because you're paying for where you are, right? And that's okay. beautiful. So it was awesome. Yeah. You'd recommend it? Yeah, totally. Cool. That's, that's where I was while you guys were, we're good. working hard. We were, we were working very hard, but we always are, right? That's what we do here at uh, Financial Detox Team and Intelligence Driven Advisors. Today we're working hard because we're going to talk to you about qualified opportunity zone funds. Yes, that's a mouthful. We just call them QOZs, Qualified Opportunity Zones. And it's a really interesting thing. So if you have sold a business, sold a a long-term stock with a capital gain, if you have a piece of real estate you're selling with a capital gain, anything with a large gain, you've got to listen to this show and pay tons of attention. So, and a lot of people have gains in a lot of stocks, so this could come into play, right? uh, This is a a big deal, and we want you to know we we understand this stuff here, Qualified Opportunity Zone Funds, and we are prepared to give you a little bit of info today, and if you have any questions, you want to follow up and get some help, we'll we'll help you out, but it's it's a worthwhile discussion. I think it's really interesting. People are going to look back on this, Alex, and go, wow, I never knew those existed, and I wish I would have. I wish I could have. So, Well, and it's one yeah. of those things that's new. It really is new. It's. I mean, I'm, I'm reading something here because I'm not an expert on it yet because it's only three years old. Yes. And and that, that means to me that whenever there's like legislation changes or, yeah. or things like, like when did 401Ks become a thing? Yes. When you think back, when did uh, 1031 exchanges mm-hmm. become a thing? Um, initially, probably people were a little skeptical and they, they needed to, you know, it's kind of like you have to take that leap, but you want to take it with qualified ex- experts so you don't make mistakes. But like you said, if you have, if you've sold something and have significant gains that you're going to pay taxes on, 
you might want to pump the brakes before you pay the taxes and, and look into this and see if this makes sense. Right, particularly liquidity events. We work with a lot of business owners having liquidity events, people selling something big, having that one time sell on my business or whatnot, and this, these things can make sense. So give us a call at 877-707-8889 if you need help, 877-707-8889. Check us out at Financial Detox. We're talking about qualified opportunity zones. So basically, this was a a law enacted through the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that is an economic development tool designed to encourage growth and job creation focused on underserved communities into which new investments may be eligible for awesome tax treatment. So you're not just saving, doing it to save money on taxes, but when you no. do sell a, a, an asset, you're looking to where you're going to invest that money. Yes. So this is a, there's a, there's a two other reasons I could think of why right. what you're going to have you know you want to invest somewhere and also help in the country, right? That's I think what this is a about. do good thing. I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a profit with purpose to still align from one of our real estate operating partners, Urban Communities. Mm-hmm. Their tagline is profit with purpose, mm-hmm. and their purpose is to totally renovate communities and create an unbelievable lifestyle for people who live in their communities, typically nice apartment homes, right? And and not A-class, not like upper scale, but like middle of the road apartment homes, but they create these communities with workout classes and gardens and it's profit with a purpose. Energy efficiency was a big thing too, which big is thing. a huge topic. It being is. ESG and, and yeah. helping, the, helping the, the world be a, a more clean place. Excellent point. So we're talking about capital gains. You've sold the business. You've sold a large concentrated stock position. You have a bunch of concentrated stock and you think it may be time to diversify, but you don't want to pay those taxes. Qualified Opportunity Zone gives you some tax benefits, which we're going to talk about. So it's been designated across all 50 states. Mm -hmm. Um, There's Qualified Opportunity Zones. And what happened is President Trump enacted this and went to the governors of each state and said, um, go out and pick these zones, areas that are underserved, that are underprivileged, that we want to help develop. Mm -hmm. Um, And so governors went out and did that. And basically, you have... I think 8,700 total qualified opportunity zone funds out there right now. And there is some things to be careful of because I think there is a lot of investors or real estate folks or people saying, come invest in this qualified opportunity zone fund and they're not good at what they do or they don't have a track record or history. So you want to be careful about how you go into this. You really want to put your get your ducks in a row mm-hmm. and understand who you're investing with if you decide to invest in a qualified opportunity zone. Mm-hmm. Because there are some some fly by night operators who jumped up, and I think there will also be a time when we look back and go, for those people who jumped in with these fly by night, we're going to go develop this big property and opportunity zone. They used it as a way to gather money, and then they weren't necessarily good at what they did or in that space before. They fell at their development. I mean, real estate development is risky, right? Oh yeah, um, great rewards. Well, Lots especially in the upper in these zones, because yeah. when you think about it, I mean, there's the, there's pros and there's cons, right? Yes. One of the big cons is that if you're going to go into zones that no one else really wants, yes. you got to think about that carefully. Like, why does nobody really want to develop here? Right. Why, why is this giving me some sort of benefit that you know the cost benefit analysis that yeah. where risk is? There's there's where returns are. There's risk, right? Right. Um, Detroit. I mean. You're looking at rough areas, right? These are underprivileged and underserved areas. I think it's beautiful that I believe this is the way to levelize 
the playing field for the world and help inner city, help poor communities do better is encourage investment in those communities, encourage businesses to go there because you can actually create a business in an opportunity zone as well as do uh, industrial uh, real estate, any kind of commercial real estate, multifamily. You can do real, real uh, uh, individual housing. You can do uh, retail. You can do office. Some of those we don't necessarily love retail uh, and office right now because of, of course, the COVID situation. But um, it's a really a cool opportunity and exciting. So before we dive into more stuff, let's come back, Alex, after a quick break. And let's start talking about the benefits. So we opportunity zone fund. We'll, we'll give one more overarching definition of it. We'll come back and we'll talk about the tax benefits that come to you as somebody who has a capital gains and wants to invest uh, their money and defer, defer some tax and maybe even make tax-free gains. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's Financial Detox. We're talking about qualified opportunity zone funds. Check us out at financialdetox.com. And as always, you can give us a call at 877-707-8889. Okay, welcome back. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram with Alex Klingen-Smith. We're talking about qualified opportunity zone funds. Alex, I think this is an awesome topic because we're trying to go deep here. We only have about you know 25 or 6 minutes, mm-hmm. but we're going to go as deep as we can to get you started. We want you to give us a call after. You know, As full-time, all-the-time fiduciary advisors, our job is to act in a client's best interest. That means we can help you walk through this, coordinate it with your holistic financial plan, see if it makes sense, help you actually find the ultimate investment in the Qualified Opportunity Zone Fund, because that is the key part where you're either going to have success or not, mm-hmm. um, is did you put the money in the right place? But as a big recap, Qualified Opportunity Zone Fund is legislation that was enacted allowing people with capital gains to take the proceeds from those capital gains, invest them into an underserved or, or, or uh, well, straight up, an underserved area, an opportunity zone fund. Within all 50 states, there's these designated opportunities, opportunity zone funds. And you can invest in those and defer the tax that you would otherwise owe for capital gains for up to uh, seven years. You can also get a 10% credit on that tax owed. And the gains on the investment, the money you actually put to work, can grow completely and totally tax-free if held for 10 years. So it's kind of a 10-year play. It's a longer-term investment. I personally like real estate in this zone because I think multifamily, there's a need for housing in in an urban or a poor, underserved, underprivileged area. And so I think there's a great space. I think there's some industrial opportunity that really is exceptional there where you could take your capital gains and defer it into uh, industrial type development or a real estate operator. And you know we're looking at rates of returns here, expected net internal rates of returns of seven to 12%. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me walk through an example, Alex. Here we go. So one of the main reasons why you would want to think about qualified opportunities on funds is there's th- three major tax benefits. Number one is you have deferral of the recognized capital gains. So to, def- to defer realized capital gains from an appreciated <laughs> asset, in most cases, the investor must reinvest the gain into a qualified opportunity zone fund within 180 days. Mm-hmm. So there is a timeline here. Mm-hmm. You sell a business and in August on August 1st, you have 180 days to get that money uh, invested in a qualified opportunity zone fund. 
Uh, the 180-day period ends when capital is contributed to the applicable qualified opportunity zone fund, not when the capital is committed. So you got to get that committed and contributed. And you may defer the capital gains tax until the recognition date defined as the earlier of the date which the investment was sold or 2026. So basically, it gives you six years to defer the capital gains. Tax. This is not the kind of thing you're going to be doing on your own. It sounds like. I mean, no. I'm t- my takeaway from what you just said is you're starting to read some of the requirements yeah. and structuring and whatnot. Is that an individual, even as smart as and, and experienced as a business owner might be, who just sold their business for yes. eight to nine figures, right? Yes, is still going to probably look at this and say, "I need a team yes. to help me make sure, and I need to go with a team to do due diligence on all the different yes. fund options that are out there." Yes, uh, we're, we're looking at one fund right now that's looking to raise a billion dollars, right? Right, these are big players. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about Clarion related. You know, you're t- you're talking about some major. 25, 30 year history real estate development companies. Yeah. And I think that's who you want to invest with if you're going to invest in this. Again, mm-hmm. I would be very cautious of the fly by night. We're raising capital and we're going to go do this real estate. And you say, okay, well, what's your pedigree and history and how long have you been together as a management team? And they say, no, we just started this out. Yeah. Uh, totally out. Yeah. Um, I would only invest money in a QOZ with an existing long-term track record, real estate development, you know, type of company. This would be only... And when you say long-term track record, just to drill down a little bit deeper, this is only three years old, this thing. So what you're talking about is people, groups and teams and and companies that have done substantial, what do they call it? Substantial or original development because that's what has to qualify as that. Yes. So not like somebody even who takes over class A's and just manages them better. That's not even what we're talking about. No, this is substantial. I I think the net rule is that you have to invest as much as the property cost. You have to invest that much. So if I buy a million dollar apartment uh, complex or a $20 million, I have to spend $20 million renovating it. Wow. Or I have to That's develop substantial. it. Yeah. It's, I'm talking about like, like yeah, totally changing it, which is again a great rule. <laughs> the, the idea it, yeah. and the concept behind this is phenomenal because you're taking these underprivileged, underserved areas and you are truly creating something great there. I can tell you the example through one of our investments in Invictus. We invest with a group um, that is totally regenerating an area outside of Detroit called Palmer Park. It's beautiful. You go through this, you know, you go through the other side. It's just like all this junk around it. You go into Palmer Park and it's managed. All these apartments like Slumlord, they're not nice, but it's a beautiful area, beautiful uh, architecture and buildings. And we're buying basically, not we, we're, we're, part, we're an investor in this. Sure. Buying all of these apartment buildings, I'm talking like 20 of them, and completely redoing them all and creating this profit for a purpose. These great communities with workout classes and and you know parks and and making this a phenomenal place to live to, to change. You used regentrification. Is that the word you used? Gentrification. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, beautiful. Like I creating mean, yeah. a place where people can be proud, where mm-hmm. where people can go call this home, and it's nice. You walked. I walked through these um, properties. Pre-rehab, redevelopment, it was not a place you'd be proud to live. Yeah. And for very little increase in rents, you know, just better managed from, like you mentioned, energy efficiency, better managing the property, having more, you know, scale, economies of scale. We're going to provide individuals, these people, with 
a beautiful place to call home yeah. and, and a community that they're actually involved in the community and that the, 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 their apartment complex has workout classes mm-hmm. and has a, a, a garden and just really cool things to pull like the community together. So, <clears throat> and by the way, as an investor, I mean, not, not to be, not to be too, uh, you know, unemotional about it, yes. but that tends to be where you make your money in real estate is when you find a value add yes. opportunity, right? Yes. So something that has value that is not maybe a, you know you're not it's not on the surface level it's yeah. not like public markets that are incredibly efficient yeah it's something where you're like look at these things you say well there's there's a lot of opportunity I guess yeah. is why they chose the word <laughs> right is. to take the value at it as it is today and put some love into it and get some tax breaks all right it's financial detox I'm Jason Labor and we're talking about qualified opportunity zone funds we are talking about this as an investment opportunity not no specific investment opportunity because we don't do that on the air but we are talking in general. If you've had a liquidity event and it's been within the last 180 days, you have to talk to us about this because here is an opportunity where you can take the money from the liquidity event. I'm going to use a million dollar simple example. Hopefully you have more than that in a big liquidity event, but let's just say it's a million dollars of gains. I can take the million dollars invested into a qualified opportunity zone fund. I now do not have to pay my capital gains tax on that million for the next six, seven years. I can defer that capital gains tax. As long as I hold it for at least five years, I get to take a 10% credit on the capital gains tax. So let's say on that million dollar investment, Alex, I had... I owe three hundred thousand in tax. Yeah, if you're lucky, you might be yeah, more even. probably yeah. more. But California is not participating as of now, so it's only federal tax. Uh, okay, so three hundred thousand. Yeah, so let's say three hundred thousand. <laughs> I owe the money to the feds. I get to now defer that tax. I get to keep that three hundred thousand in my own pocket, working for me. And in seven years, six starting next year, I then owe the capital gains tax, and it would be reduced by ten percent. So I'd reduce it by thirty thousand. I owe two seventy, but I got to have my money work for me for seven years at a 10% rate of return, you doubled your money, you have enough to pay for the tax. And then those gains that I'm accumulating along the way then become tax-free at a later time? Yes. So then- The new gains. The, the not, new not gains. the old so gains, I, but the new ones. The new gains. So I took the million, I put it to work, uh, I came up with the money to pay taxes either out of that investment or whatnot after seven years. But as long as I leave that million in the investment for 10 years, it turns into two million, the two million is totally tax-free. The additional million, sorry. Yes, the the okay. additional million is now, totally Now, here's a question, and, and I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. I love that. What if I sell my business kind of, and I have... If I have the answer. Uh, you know, <laughs> all, no goodwill in it, and I sold it for $10 million, so I have $10 million in gains. Yes. But I'm like, look, I don't want to put all $10 million in this. Can yeah. I put only $1 million to the $10 yes. million? And, I, and then the rest of it, separate taxation yeah. yep. and $1 million. Okay, so that's I can correct. parcel it out. You can part and parcel it however you want. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's kind of what we're recommending for most people. You know, you don't want to be all in. I wouldn't put 100% of my money in in these funds. Although there's multiple operators, so you get it. We've been doing due diligence on this for six months now and picking. And we well, took, even longer than that, really. I mean, right. we had a meeting with a guy a year right. and a half ago. Yeah, well, and, true. And back then, he was like brand new and we're like, eh, it's too new. <laughs> yeah, we don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> um, but, but I guess we've taken... In the last six months, 40 operators in this space and brought it down to four or five. Yeah, I'm getting serious. So four or five, and, and now we're really down to two. I think we have the two or three that we want to use for our clients that have had liquidity events and that this is appropriate for where they can take a portion of that money to for it. And to think about the after-tax return of and the fact that you get tax-free. So I put a million dollars to work. I get I turn it into two million, and it's not saying that that's guaranteed to happen. It could happen. No, it may not. But over if, ten years, I'm oh, hopefully you can double your money at seven point two. You would, you would like to think, and most yeah. of these have an IRR target, not guaranteed rate of return, but a target rate of return of seven to twelve. Yeah. So you should be able to double your money if things work out as planned and hoped, and 
you just got a million dollars of tax-free gains. I mean, that's yeah. unheard of. That's like the most juiced up Roth you've ever had. So yeah. this is a liquidity event play. This is for business owners who are selling, which there's been tons of M&A transaction this year. Oh, yeah. M&A has been huge in COVID. People have said, hey, I'm out, I'm selling for whatever reason. It's just caused a lot of, uh, of that. And then like you mentioned earlier, Alex, you know, you have a concentrated stock portfolio that's at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have five or ten million invested in a couple stocks or your company stock, and you know it's time to take chips off the table. Don't let the tax tell wag the dog here. Don't not do it because of tax. In fact, we can show you a way that you can turn this into a tax-advantaged reason to take those gains today and get diversified. And maybe maybe the timing is perfect to get out of traditional stocks or at least proportionally get out with some of your money and get diversified into. Or if you're um, worried about the deficit causing taxes to go up in the near future right. with the change in you yes. know, some of the political future that we have yes. to see. I don't know. Not saying taxes are going to go up for sure, but it, it probably is going to happen. It seems very likely that taxes are going to go up. <laughs> yeah. So taking the gains now, rolling those into this deferred option. Who knows if QO, QOZs are even going to exist in the new administration? Um, you know, but it's there. It's law. It's legislation now that's in place. You can take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's an opportunity that we really need to make sure that that's an important understand. thing. Maybe not to, not to not to panic people too that have already made this decision. Or, or what happens? What te- what tends to happen is when when a legislation gets changed, they grandfather the old stuff. They don't say yes. they don't go unravel everything. Right. That would be that would cause all kinds of issues. But right. instead, they say, you know what? That used to be the way. Right. Lucky you that you got in when you could. Yeah. Going forward, we're going to change the rules yeah. so it's not as favorable. They, already kind of started, a, they are. Yeah, they're already doing that for QSEs as we speak, right? Yes. They're becoming less and less favorable. Yes. Still awesome. But as you know, as of 2000, January 2020, these are no longer available. So if you made your investment before then, that may be an example yeah. of how it works, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you want to get on it when you can. Again, not applicable. If you don't have gains, you don't have anything you've sold for large gains or you're not sitting on large gains, this show is not applicable. But at least you learned about qualified opportunity zone funds I think and what they everyone are. should hear about it, though, because we, we usually talk about... We almost always talk about what we do at our core business, and this right. is not part of our core business, but it yeah. certainly benefits certain people. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a wing of what we do, right? We have our core, but then we have all these things we do as well that are important, not to every client, but they're really, really important to some clients. We have a, yeah. a client, I won't use names, obviously, but they just sold a business. It was several million, $20, 30000000 million business, so they have huge capital gains. So we're talking about literally taking, let's just say it's a one or $2 million position or a $5 million position, investing it into diversified real estate, which they wanted to have in their portfolio anyway, sure. um, 7 to 10% target rate of returns, and having that potentially be completely tax-free. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and they get to also use their money to work for them in the meantime while they defer the tax for seven years. And like we talked about, if you get a 10% rate of return, probably not quite a 10, but you're you're talking about just the tax deferral money can make enough money to pay for the tax <laughs> that was due anyway. Yeah. Right. So you're not eliminating the capital gains tax. I want to be clear. Yeah. You're deferring the capital gains tax, but then you're also getting tax-free growth on everything that you invested in the Qualified Opportunity Zone Fund. So it's a great opportunity. There's it's t- way too much to cover in a short uh, 
uh, 30 minute show, but we do invite you to give us a call. We invite you to look it up online. Be careful, be very careful about making an investment without talking to somebody who's educated, who's a fiduciary, who's unbiased in the product that you ultimately invested in. That's us. That's the Financial Detox Team and Intelligence Driven Advisors. We understand this stuff and we can point you to what's right for you. There are some of these that are going to be scary, fly by the night type of investments. You just don't want to go there. You want to invest in a qualified opportunities zone fund if you're going to do it with a reputable, long-standing, great pedigree, uh, proven real estate type of firm, mm-hmm. a real estate operator. So that's the story on Qualified Opportunity Zone Funds. We got it out there, Alex. All right. All right, let's wrap it up. We'll catch you next week. It's Financial Detox. You can check us out at financialdetox.com or give us a call at 877-707-8889. Thanks for listening as always, and we'll catch you next week. To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and Intelligence Driven Advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and Portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.